Hi and welcome to this little video podcast. So my name is Kelsey and I am the owner and founder of The Intuitive Studio. So I thought I would do this kind of video podcast thing um, to talk about all the different types of topics. I'm going to be interviewing some people which I'm super excited for. Um, but it's really just a way to share ideas, collaborate, collaborate and build a community around health and wellness that really speaks to your intuitive self. I really want to delve deep into meditation, into yoga, into health. Um, and just for warning, I do have some friends. So I have my doggo Nawa and also my mum's dog Tess here, as well as my bird, which you might hear squawking in the background. He's just going to be chatting along with us as well. But I really want to make this such a immersive experience. That's why I'm doing video and audio. That way it's more accessible for people if you're driving or if you're walking, if you're at work, if you just wanted to listen to something. But if you're just laying in bed and want to watch something as well, you can see my face. So um, this is just a way for me to reach more people as well as have a different platform to share ideas and thoughts. So I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the first episode. I thought in this episode we would discuss all things meditation and starting a meditation practice. So as you probably know, I am a lover of meditation. I have been practicing meditation for the past four to five years. I to give a little bit of background, I started meditation because I needed something to help me come into my body. I was a very anxious little cookie. <laughs> um, I had lots of thoughts running around, lots of things going on, and I couldn't really find my center. So um, I was recommended some meditations, guided meditations to do. And I actually remember the first one that I did was by, I think, Melissa Embryo. I can't say her name. The one that says, um, has written all those books about your mean girl. So she did a meditation with Lorna Jane on the, their YouTube video. So that was the first one that I did. Um, and I just remember an overwhelming sense of calm that I had never ever experienced before. I was just like, holy moly, I have felt this full shift of being up here in my thoughts, in my head to down here where it was just clear. I just felt like a massive wave of a massive weight just lifted off my shoulders. So that was my first experience. And I was like, holy moly, what is this? witchcraft magic that I haven't experienced yet. So I was about 17 then when I did that and I'm now 25. So it's actually been seven years. I just keep forgetting how old I am. <laughs> but anyway, um, so yeah, so that was my first experience for meditation. From there, I kind of thought, okay, this is interesting. So I researched in my YouTube days, I was obsessed with YouTube um different meditations and another one that came up was tone it up which they're still going still kicking 
Um, and they used to do, I think it was Karina um, or Katrina. I'm not sure. I get confused. Um, she did some guided meditations that are about five minutes long. So that's how I started. I just started with five minutes with these guided meditations because I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know that there was there were all these different types of meditation that you can do. I just really wanted to find grounding. I really wanted to get out of my head, have some space, have some have space to be able to think properly, you know, and not be clouded by all these thoughts that didn't actually serve me. So that's why I started the meditation as well. And so I could just be on or think, like I said, think clearly and progress with life instead of being in this one space. Um, so yeah, so I started doing the tone up meditations. Um, they were about five minutes wrong and I wasn't doing it every day, but I felt like every time I did do it, my mind got clearer. So like I said, with the first one, I did um, feel that like a weight drop off me, like weight off my shoulders, but my mind wasn't fully clear. And I think that's one of the things that you need to remember when you're starting your meditation practice, your mind won't be clear (laughs) and that is okay. That is probably the predominantly the most that you're going to have with the meditation experience. Your mind won't be clear. But the thing with meditation is that it allows allows you to get those thoughts out, out into the universe. And I kind of think of it like, if you're cleaning something, if you're cleaning rice. So you have to do a couple of rinses in order to get that clear water. That's the exact same with meditation. The first rinse isn't going to be clear. The first practice, you're not going to be clear. The second one, not going to be clear. But as you progress, slowly you're going to get clearer. I'm not saying every meditation after that is going to be clear. But it allows you to do that rinsing process. It allows you to bring those thoughts up and put them to the side. Bring them those thoughts up and put them to the side. And I think that's one thing that puts a lot of people off meditation is the thought that you have to have a clear mind, which you don't. It's all about that practice of being in control of your mind, being in control of your thoughts and allowing yourself to have that space and time for yourself. So from there, I started to get really into um, meditation and I also started to do yoga. Again, I went to the Tone It Up Girls, did um, yoga and I had never felt, I did Uttanasana, which is forward fold and my back, oh my gosh, my back just decompressed and I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like that sounds so silly, but that one movement, that's why I do it in every single one of my classes because that decompression of my spine just allowed me to just feel so much better about myself. So I got into meditation and yoga. Um, Yoga, not so much heavily until really COVID 2019. Um, but we'll talk about that in another 
podcast, vidcast. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so um, I got into meditation and in 2018 or 2017, I went through a time where I really needed it. I really needed meditation. So I committed to myself to do at least 10 minutes per day. And I th- that's one point that I want to stress to you is that it doesn't have to be long. Your meditation practice doesn't have to be super long. Um, and even now, I don't do over 15, 20 minutes per day because one, I just don't have time. And two, I still feel the benefits. And I think committing to 30 minutes per day is a bit unreasonable unless you have time and you have patience and you have dedication, um, which is great if you do. But for the majority of us who are working, who are studying, who are trying to build a life, that might not be feasible. And you can still have a meditation practice that is not 30 minutes long, but is still worthwhile. So starting with five to 10 minutes per day, I really allowed myself to get into the rhythm and see the actual benefits of meditation. I found that my mind was one, clearer, as I said, and two, I could actually see beyond the present. I could actually look into the future, plan out dreams and hopes and um, actually think, okay, what do I want to do with my life? Which I didn't really have before because I was so clouded. So from there, I did my, um, I yeah, I committed to my meditation. I did journaling. I also dove into tarot. And that really supported my mental health. Like I'm not super spiritual, but I feel like I am connected to the higher beings, whoever, whomever they may be um, in some way. Um, But I allowed that journaling and tarot just to guide me through the day along with the meditation. And then I started to look into the science of meditation I'm like, wow, okay, so how does this actually work? And this is where I discovered the fight and flight response, fight, flight, freeze freeze response, um, the vagus nerve, um, and all these different things that go into the body, which I'll talk about in other vidcasts. And then I, I think it was 2018 or 2017, I did my meditation teacher program. So that was, I don't know, I don't actually remember how long that was. It might have taken me a year or maybe a couple months. And it was really, really interesting because I learned around the stress response. And that is my main thing with my naturopathy, with yoga, with meditation, everything. The majority of people are, I I can say this very... um, very what's the word confidently that the majority of people are on their disease of their body stems from stress in one way or another and I'm not saying like they have to be stressed mind wise but their body might be stressed their energetic being might be stressed um and that develops differently 
from person to person and manifests in the body differently from person to person, which again, I'll talk about that in a different episode. But I learned about all things stress. I learned about different types of meditation, which was super exciting. So it was like silent meditation guided. Um, You have like pranayama, which is more breath work. Um, And I really just delve into meditation, which I loved, which I absolutely loved. And I feel like I need to learn more as well. Like there's so much to learn. Um, So that was 27, 2018. And then I started to get a clearer mind. And then that's when I enrolled in my Bachelor of Health Science degree in naturopathy, which I've just completed, which was four and a half years ago, which is crazy. But since then, I have kept up my meditation practice. I will say that it hasn't been consistent. And you know what? That is okay. It doesn't have to be every day. I feel like I'm, I feel, I definitely feel better when I do it every day, but it doesn't have to be every day. I think it's sustainable to allow yourself to miss a couple of days if you need to. If you need that discipline, sure, do it every day, but I feel like giving yourself permission to be able to have a day or two off, or if you're just super busy, I think integrating meditation into your life will be more sustainable and easier to do. So through that, one of the things that I would recommend to you is find a space that you can create as your meditation space. Mine currently is the lounge. (laughs) Like in a perfect world, it would be on a pillow with um, like, crystals and blah 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 all around it but right now I can't do that so it's going to be my lounge it's going to be at 5 50 in the morning for 15 minutes before I have to get up and go to work and that's the extent of my meditation practice at the moment so it will look different for every single person but finding your seat finding the place that you can be still is super important and yes you're going to have distractions that come through but the actual substance of meditation is not letting those distractions affect you emotionally and physically so really finding that stillness if there is my bird chirping I'm not letting that affect me in the now Because that's the whole thing about meditation. You're in control. You're in control of your breath. You're in control of your thoughts, your mind. And you're allowing these experiences happen around you and not to you. So finding your seat, finding your place where you can just sit for 5 to 20 minutes or however long you want to do the practice is super important. Making sure you have a good posture. So sitting up from the bottom of your spine up, making sure you're not slouching, making sure you have an open chest, you're bringing your shoulders back, you're tilting your chin a little bit, making sure you're in comfy clothes, you don't want to be restricted because you want to have a soft belly, you want your the breath to throw, flow in and out really seamlessly. So finding your seat is super important, finding something that will help support 
your meditation. So I know some people like to do silent meditation, but if your thoughts are just running wild and you can't seem to bring it in, I recommend getting a guided meditation, getting someone to guide you through the meditation. You might repeat that meditation that might be your only meditation that you use. I only use the same meditation for like a year <laughs> because I I didn't know how to branch out, but it also, it helped. It worked for me. Or you could just have music. I just use Spotify. I just have a yoga and meditation playlist. I think Spotify actually made it and I just listen to that. And I set my timer for 15 minutes and I just sit there. And giving yourself, allowing yourself to be able to be in that space and not having any judgment on how that session will go, how that practice will go. Every practice will be different. I trust, trust me, it will be different. And circling back to what I said at the start, your mind won't be clear. You have to keep rinsing and rinsing and rinsing your mind through the meditation practice in order to, for it to be clear. And that's why they say you need to let it go for over 20 minutes. But we're busy people. So even having a couple rinses is allowing your mind to be free of some thoughts that don't actually serve you, that are just making everything a little bit cloudy. So finding your seat, finding a space that allows you to be in the present moment, picking something that will support you um, in your meditation, music, guided meditation, whatever that may be. And lastly, releasing any judgment that your practice needs to be a particular way or perfect every time because it's much more than that. It is a place to really connect within yourself and this is why my whole business is called the intuitive studio because it's really about connecting with your intuitive self the self that knows what to do who which is embedded within deeply within yourself so i hope you enjoyed this first little vidcast it is quite short but i really just wanted to start there because meditation is kind of the backbone of this whole um, adventure that I'm on. So again, this will be on all of your podcast platforms, as well as our YouTube channel, The Intuitive Studio. Make sure you follow us at The Intuitive Studio. And if you are interested in any services that we provide, you can go head, head on to our website, theintuitivestudio.com.au. Thank you so much for joining me today and I hope to see you in our next episode.